0: live from Tech Square in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for ATDC Radio, powered by Business Radio X. Now,
1: here's your host.
0: Welcome back to ATDC Radio. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you this morning, broadcasting live from ATDC Welcoming back to the Business Radio X Microphone, co-founder with Gator Reviews, Mr. Steve Baxter. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: We are doing great. Uh, Before we get too far into things, tell us about Gator Reviews. How are you serving, folks?
1: So Gator Reviews is a uh, a customer review uh, application. Uh, We founded that to solve for the issue of unknown customer identity. Mm-hmm. and uh we're we're doing quite well we've been uh, we've been in business now for the past well we launched the software just over six months ago uh-huh. and uh, since then uh we've got thirty two customers signed up, so we're doing okay
0: so now um uh how um how does a customer leverage the platform
1: well it's a great question. I mean, the uh you know the last thing the world needs is another reviews platform right I mean <laughs> i mean how many how many customer review systems are out there um, so the way that our customers leverage what we're doing uh, is by it might sound completely ridiculous, but it uses a scratch card and the purpose of using this scratch card is of all the things that we have experimented we've seen and i've been in the reviews business for thirteen years. Uh, of all the vehicles that we've seen to solicit a review, to get somebody to respond and give you a review, this is by far the single most successful thing that I've seen. And so the way they engage you is, you know, you walk in, you, know, you buy your pizza, you walk out, right? Uh, walk in, buy a bed, walk out. Uh, the way you engage is you walk in, you buy something, and the business gives you a scratch card. You scratch the card, you get a code. You go online, put your code in, and you found out if you won a prize. But before you figure out whether you won a prize or not, you're giving your identity and you're leaving a review. And that is soliciting somewhere between 40 to 60% response rates from the businesses that are using this. And it's not just about getting the review. Perhaps the most important thing is actually we're establishing the identity of your customer. And that's something that most businesses are having a really hard time doing. I say most businesses because, you know, I mean, when was the last, think about all the conferences you've been to recently and think about all the people that you're interviewing. Everybody's talking digital, 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 e-commerce, e-commerce. Everything is like focused as, as as if, as if there's no more stores, Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, 90% of all business 90% 90% of the money which leaves our pocket and goes to somebody else is going into a brick-and-mortar store. And in most cases, those businesses have no idea who their customer is.
0: So this platform allows the uh, business to capture their email, the, the, the actual human being that they came into their store, right? It builds a database for that. And it also captures a review of the store to be populated, like on Google reviews or whatever the appropriate review, yeah, abso- site is.
1: absolutely. That, that's that's precisely the point. And and when you think about that, that you ninety know, percent of all business being done in a brick and mortar store, and you think about how many of those interactions. I mean, just just pause for a second. I mean, like how many interactions do you do during the course of a week where you where you're giving somebody your money, and they've got no idea who you are, right? And, and I'm going to make a bet. It's like, I would bet you like it's nine out of 10 times. Like they have no idea who you are. And so when it comes to getting a review, you know, there's only two ways to get a review. There's either a solicited way or an unsolicited way. Mm-hmm. Uh Solicited, you're asking for it, but then you have to know who they are, right? If it's unsolicited, that's where you don't know who they are. And you're relying really um on the, the the shopper, the buyer to go out of their own volition to leave a review. And that only happens in one circumstance where you have have operated in a way that is beyond their expectation. So you've either uh, really upset them to the point you know beyond their expectation right I mean there are some businesses where you you expect to be upset like I could talk about AT&T right now and my internet mm-hmm. issues of the past three or four days but I went into that knowing I'm most likely going to be disappointed right, right? and so I'm not gonna leave a review of the one star because they
0: met your expectations because they're meeting my expectations
1: spectacularly right now right Um. Or you have exceeded the expectations, you know, and uh, you know to the point where you know you you, you can believe it. That's but the average of a one star and a five star is still three stars, and three stars still sucks, right? And so, all of these unsolicited review engines—Yelp, Trip, TripAdvisor, TrustPilot—you know, you can go through the list. Generally speaking, they're only attracting a f- couple of percent of your overall customer base. The other 98% who remain silent are generally really happy with you, but they're silent and you have no idea who they are. And that's the problem we solve for.
0: So now, uh, is there kind of niches that are the best fit for this service? Like, are, is it, you know, the pizza place is better than the grocery store or any place that has brick or mortar is the, is the appropriate user of this service?
1: I'd say... Any brick and mortar, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is ideal. But there are obviously, uh, you know, uh, there are sectors where we're sort of spending our time going out there and selling to. There's definitely different, there's a very, very, there's for sure a different value proposition, right? Um, I mean, if you're, if you're selling a pizza, you know, for, for $15, that's not quite the same as, uh, you know, selling a selling a sofa for four thousand dollars, right? Okay? Or a dental
0: practice or right. something like that.
1: Yeah. So when it when it comes to our target market, you know, we are going after brands. Uh, we're going we're going heavily into the franchise uh, area. We're going heavily into the furniture industry.
0: So franchisors.
1: Franchisors or- typically, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then deploy into the franchisee locations.
0: Right. So then, so you're giving them a review strategy for the franchisor to to kind of deploy to their individual franchisees.
1: We give them strategy and also consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at franchising as as a whole, franchising generally works, I mean, if you if you've got a a franchisor with a thousand units, it's hard to argue that it's not working, right? Right. Um, where it stops working. Uh, for an individual franchisee is when they go outside of the box, okay. Um, and so, uh, anything that you can do to help a franchisee sort of stay in that in that box, and and also give a system to a franchisor which helps that franchisee is great. And so, having a a review strategy that is consistent across the entire brand is really important. Uh, we don't only collect reviews, by the way. We put a whole review. Uh, strategy in place. And one of the biggest components of that is replying to reviews. And, and that's something that most businesses have a, a really hard time with. A, they just don't do it. Uh, and it, it's really important to do it. Um, uh, they don't have time to do it sometimes, you know, and it's really important to try to, uh, to, to find the time. And when you, and when they do do it, often it's completely inconsistent. Um, and so uh, what we've done, to resolve for that is we've written an artificial intelligence response engine. And so we can actually collect thousands of reviews and respond to those almost instantaneously better than a human being can respond mm-hmm. and with complete consistency uh, across the entire franchise brand.
0: So now how does it work uh, if I were to deploy, deploy this? Now um, I work with you and you help kind of build a strategy that's appropriate for my business and then you put in place, like so is this kind of a set it and forget it thing or like how involved do I have to be once I deploy this?
1: One of the reasons why uh, we're selling as many systems as we are right now is because IT doesn't have to be involved. Um, in almost any other case where you have to reach out to your customers or to try and find their identity with their email address or mm-hmm. whatever it might be, right? Uh, you're, you're, you're hooking into the CRM systems to, to, to extract customer data. Usually there's IT involved, right? There's usually a bunch of integration involved. We don't need any of that. Uh, so we can have somebody up and running within about 15 minutes. Um, in terms of the back office, in terms of uh, all the, the consistency, the look and feel, we could have you collecting reviews that quickly. Now. That doesn't mean say we can do scratch cards and print those off in 15 minutes. Of course we can't, you know, but we, we, we design those, we get them printed and we get them in your hands. But the technical side of getting this up and running is, is extremely lightweight and very quick.
0: Now in my local market, um, you help design the scratch card or are they all kind of similar? I just slap my brand on top of it and then, uh, I just hand it to people as they come in. Is that how it it works? And then that... That sends them then to the place to see if they won their prize, and then that collects the data and puts the review in the appropriate places.
1: So scratch cards sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? <laughs> um, there is a lot of sophistication built into these scratch cards. Uh, we don't print the prize necessarily on the, the reason why we have a code is because what we want is um, to make sure that these cards can be used across multiple locations. Right. So if you've got a thousand locations. Or one location doesn't matter. But let's say you get a thousand locations. We print one card that can be attributed to cross across all those thousands of locations, and uh, because you've got that volume, the price comes down significantly. And that's a big component of this. On average, it costs a business about a dollar to get a review. At scale, our solution. Is bringing that cost per review down to about five cents. Wow! And if you look at some of these bigger brands, uh, where you've got millions of customers, um, it all adds up, right? You know, if you're spending a dollar review, um, and we're we're a fraction of that price, and it's because we our strategy with what it relates to what this scratch card looks like. We print one card. We can put it in across all the locations. Each one is uniquely identified. We can attribute it to a location. So I know exactly where that scratch card was, um, was, uh, was given out. We know exactly where the review needs to go. Um, we know exactly what the prize was and we can get into some analytics as well. One of the things that, what is the reason for this prize? What's the reason for it? There's two reasons for it. One, we're trying to encourage people to scratch the card and leave a review and give mm-hmm. their identity. But the second thing is, it's just as important. In fact, to some people, it may be even more important, is you're trying to drive repeat business. Uh, so if you scratch this card and you've won 10% off, or you won a free soda, or whatever it might be, you're going back to the business. Right. And so we're driving up to 100% repeat business with these cards, And, um, uh, you might want to optimize for that. So if you've got a gift, which is driving a hundred percent, maybe it's a little bit too rich, maybe 70% is the right number, (laughs) right? And so you can, uh, dynamically change these incentives to get the right redemption rate right without printing new cards, without printing new cards.
0: So you can test the prize.
1: You can do a B testing across locations, across prizes, across your entire network.
0: Now, um, let's talk about the value. You mentioned the value of repeat customers. You mentioned the value of more engagement with that individual. Is there any website uh, value as well? Is there any SEO value?
1: That's a great question. So the, the SEO value of this is cannot be understated. Um, and in fact, to, to, to many of the customers, it's the SEO component which is even more important. Um, We don't have a single customer uh, that isn't already collecting reviews, right? They're either collecting them by soliciting them or they're collecting them just because people leaving reviews on Facebook, Google, whatever, right? Um, But the SEO component of this is enormous. And, uh, and, And here's why. Google take takes your user-generated content into consideration when it comes into your ranking. And user-generated content is becoming more and more important to the Google algorithms. User-generated content are customer reviews. Not just the customer reviews, but the replies to those reviews as well. And so those customers who are doing a really good job of uh, collecting reviews, responding to the reviews, are doing better than those who are not. But there's another component to it and it's local search. Uh, what we've also done with our, with, a, with, a, I say we talk about a whole review strategy. Part of our review strategy is a store locator as well. So we've built a very sophisticated, but lightweight store locator system, uh, which sits underneath this. And all of our reviews that we're collecting for people sit on top of these local store locator pages and they all link together as well. That has a massive impact on your SEO. Um, So we're we're, we're doing every single thing that Google wants you to do with respect to user-generated content and reviews as part of our application.
0: And that's just built into the service. I don't have to do more. Once I sign up and I'm using your service, all that stuff is coming along for the ride.
1: That's exactly right. You get all of that as part of the process. Mm
0: Now, how do you decide where the appropriate places to put the reviews are?
1: That's a, another great question. Uh, we leave that up to, we leave the vast majority of that decision up to our customers. Um, we know where to put it in terms of the, your best SEO and, and we take care of that. Um, we syndicate these reviews uh, into Google. We, we, we connect to your Google My Business page and, uh, we generally can bring uh, an improved uh, GMB strategy as well to our businesses, to our customers. So, so we take care of that. All the places it should go, it goes to, uh, and we do that automatically. Uh, but in terms of, you know, do you want it streamed to your website? Do you want it going to your Facebook page? Do you want, uh, do you want a widget on your, uh, on, your, on your website? So you can
0: make a widget that has like a scrolling five-star review, four-star, or whatever. It uh,
1: absolutely. Be. All of that stuff in terms of how you want to repurpose the review for your own benefit, you know, your own marketing or whatever it might be, that's entirely up to you.
0: And then, again, you're going to work with me to optimize it for whatever my specific needs are.
1: Yes. And and by optimize, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily just be a review. You know, it can be a customer survey. Remember, what we're solving for here is unknown customer identity mm-hmm. and establishing that identity and, and establishing a one-to-one relationship with that customer. And when you when you go down this path, the number of use cases just start to fall out of it. I'll give you one example. You mentioned pizza before. So currently, about twenty percent of all food is delivered by some Third kid, party, some kid right. on a moped, yeah, right? right. Um, and the delivery services are capturing the review and also the identity of the customer. And I'm not sure if all the restaurants realizing are realizing this, but it's that analogy of the frog in a the in water being on the, you know right. being slowly, slowly boiled, boiled right. right? But that's what's happening. Um, and over the next five years, you'll probably see these deliveries moving to, say, 50%. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see these delivery services open their own commissary kitchens. Right. Okay? You're already seeing that. They're all, we're already seeing that, right? You're just going to see more of it, right? And so, you know, over time, that customer relationship is going to be owned by that delivery service. Is also going to be making the food. And so imagine this. You're a restaurant. You've put the food in the bag. You put one of our scratch cards in the bag. The bag gets delivered. Customer gets a scratch card, scratches it. You've now connected that customer to you rather than the delivery service. service. So we've disintermediated that.
0: Because the delivery service is doing customer research of, oh, I think there should be another hamburger place because this guy's getting a lot of hamburger orders. Maybe I should build a ghost kitchen hamburger That's exactly what's happening. On the back of the their own customer.
1: That's exactly what's happening, right? And and, and look, nobody can deny you know, People want to have food delivered and Netflix and chill and do all of that. And that makes perfect sense. But at the same time, those customers also want to have a personal relationship with the place where the food is coming from. Right. And so we're just helping that. So that's just this one use case. And I know the use case is furniture mentioned before. You know, like 70% of people who walk into a furniture store don't buy. But almost 100% of them are walking in with the intention to purchase furniture. I mean, they're not there by accident. Right, they're not just walking. And back to the SEO uh, question you asked me before, most of these journeys are starting online. And so what what we're doing essentially is we're connecting the online world with the offline world and the offline world back to the online world again. And so take that furniture shopper. They're looking online for a brown sofa. They're finding retailers who are selling these brown sofas, right? Um, today, the average furniture shopper is going to two, two and a half stores. These go to 10 a few years ago. So you have to make sure you're one of the two uh, that, they're, that they're going to. And how are you going to do that? Well, that's your SEO strategy, right? Um, and that's your reviews and everything else which is coming to it. But what's happening is when they go to one of those two stores, 70% of the time, they're not buying. And so before they walk out, why don't you give them one of our cards? And when you give them one of our cards, you give them incentive to come back. Maybe next time you come back, you know, you win the the house of your dreams, the furniture you're looking at, 10% off, whatever it might be. But ask them some questions around why didn't you buy today and getting some insight into that. But just as importantly, you're establishing who that person is. And then that goes into your CRM system and we're generating leads. So we're a lead generation system, not just a review system. When it comes to just identifying who your who that person is walking is walking in, and then deciding what to do with it, you know, like I said, the number of use cases just start to just fall out.
0: Now, can one of the elements also be subscribed to our newsletter or some sort of a, a way to stay in constant communication?
1: Absolutely, and and so I give you one example of that. It's not quite a newsletter, but but um, but great clips, for example, the 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 um, haircutters. Okay. They know that the first time that you walk into a great clips, you will not have their app more than likely. Right. But they do know this. Uh, If you download their app, uh, and it's a great app, by the way, you can do online check-in, you can see the wait times that all the great clips are around you. Uh, If you download the app, the chance of you coming back again and being a repeat customer increases exponentially. Mm -hmm. So, when you walk into Great Clips for the first time, you'll get one of our cards. Um, on the back of that card, it, it gives you all the instruction about how to download the app. And we've also now found out who you are. Okay, so from that point forward, it's encouragement now to download the app, even if you never scratch another one of our cards again. From a business outcome, from what they're looking to, or what they're looking to solve, job done, right? Um, and so whether it's ongoing participation with an app, uh, ongoing newsletters, whatever it might be, that's a, that is a, that is a big component of what we're doing, but it can only be done if you know who to send it to. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, again, what we're solving for.
0: So now a uh, company out there, um, you mentioned food, you mentioned franchisors, you mentioned furniture. Are there any other kind of sweet spots for you? Cause I would think like, um, Dental, medical. There's some some use cases there. I would think that you need those. That's a high ticket item. You want to have engagement. You want to be kind of top of mind.
1: Medical, right? Medical brings in all kinds of HIPAA stuff. Oh, so you're you not know. So to yeah, we're that. sort of uh, we're sort of avoiding that. Um, but other use cases: stadiums, um, uh, tourist boards. Uh, you know, like. Uh, I mean, you go to you go to a, to a Hawks game, you go to an Atlanta United game, you go to a Falcons game. Like, do they really know who you are? Right, they have no idea. There's seventy thousand people walking in. There's seventy thousand people walking out. Now, of course, you have got your season ticket holders, etc. We, we understand that, but when you think about these um, uh, massive events that take place, um, whether it's uh, conferences, whether it's um, Um, so trade shows, conferences, conferences, you know, that, that's all there. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's really difficult for people to establish identity.
0: Now, if somebody wants to learn more, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: It's pretty straightforward. Um, our website is, uh, gatorreviews.com. There's one R in the middle, G-A-T-O-R, uh, reviews. And, um, I'm Steve at Gator Reviews. Dot com. Good.
0: Good stuff. Thank you so much for sharing your story today.
1: Thank you. Pleasure.
0: All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on ATDC Radio.